Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and uh, we have very special guests. This is part two of this fantastic story you guys have been sharing about how you were led recently to uh, experience the beautiful uh, promise of God. Uh, Kathy, again, why don't you introduce them, and then uh, we'd love you two to kind of give everybody a uh, a summary, an overview of, of uh, where we went last week, and just briefly tell us how you got to this point, and then we're going to have you share what happened, so... Go ahead, Kathy, you, you can introduce your... Yeah, so this is my oldest son, Joshua, and his wife, Emily, who have been guests on the podcast before. If you missed last week's, um, you definitely don't want to miss that. No. So go back and, and tune into that and catch up um, before you hear this. But they are sharing just a beautiful story of how God has um, just really led them step by step by step. And they've been faithful to pray, to seek his answers, and to ask, seek, and knock on the process as they have, has God has orchestrated this move and really how God has shown off in the supernatural amidst all of it. Yep. So, so we've been uh, super excited to have them share this story. Fantastic. We're, and we're, we're all excited to hear <laughs> how it went. Uh, so um, uh, why don't you summarize what, what we talked about last week, kind of bring everybody through a little bit of just a brief understanding. So then you can get into the detail of what happened. Yeah. So um, kind of, Quick summary of, of last episode, Emily and I were living in Delaware. Uh, I was in a sales role that covered Delaware and the Eastern Shore of Maryland. Um, things were going really well for both of us. We were really enjoying our community. Each of us really enjoyed our jobs. Um, you know, got to spend a lot of time together, really invest a lot in our marriage, which was a ton of fun. That uh, was this really sweet season, but God had spoken years before that, that we would one day be going back to New Hampshire. Um, and at the time, you know, we didn't know what all that looked like, didn't know the timing of it but knew that he was drawing our hearts back to New Hampshire where I had grown up. Emily had um, been a few times, but you know, didn't grow up there or anything. And, uh, and so then starting around March of this past year, um, God really started, uh, you know, kind of kicking things off faster in terms of moving to New Hampshire. <laughs> and so there, yeah. So there was this, this whole process uh, without diving too deep into the details from last episode of God saying, yep, like this is it. Like we're, you know, we're starting this process. Um, we're going to like, guys, I'm going to get you out of debt by the end of June, which was something he had promised uh, about a year ago to that point. And we had a significant amount of debt and did not have the funds uh, from an income standpoint to get out by June. Um, but over a year beforehand, he had said by this, you know, by that June, you're going to be out of debt. Fast forward, you know, 10 months from then. And so we're a few months out from that June date. And he says, I'm getting you out of debt by June. And then we're going to hit the ground running for moving you to New Hampshire. Um, and so just in a lot of really cool, sweet, miraculous ways, um, he got us out of debt at that date. Um, it was actually on my birthday, June 11th. So on my birthday of the month that he said, he called it like 14 months out that we were going to get out of debt. He got us out of debt and we were officially debt free. Okay. Now uh, wait, wait, stop there a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh, okay, you, you said you got you out of debt. Uh, you don't have to get into all the specifics, but what kind of things happened that you were actually, because uh, obviously you had to have uh, money to pay that off. What, what was given to you by God to allow you to do that? So it was a whole host of things that just never should have happened. Um, to, <laughs> in quantities. That never yeah, in quantities that never should have happened. Um, from, you know, a, a couple of years before then, money that we had set aside and, and had saved. Um, I told the story, I think last time or the time before that we were on the podcast, of when he told us to sell the car and how all of that transpired, selling it right before COVID, and we got way more than it should have been valued at. And you know, all these different things that transpired. So we had some money set aside from just really sweet, funny provisions like that from God to, you know, stepping into a, a sales territory that was not doing very well, but then all of a sudden God's favor was just all over it. Um, I mean, you know, doing, instead of doing jobs of little houses here and there for flooring, it was, okay, here's an entire hotel. Here's a 10 building apartment complex. Here's like these massive jobs. God's favor that, just continued yeah. to fall on I mean, you. And things you printed it. You were sure, working yeah, hard. But, and but like, I mean, you know, things that, that we had no business, like from a work <laughs> standpoint, like I had no business landing some of those jobs. It was, and it was nothing that I was doing. It was like, oh, they fell in love with this super specific product that no one's ever bought before. And they're just going to go for it anyway and do an entire hotel. Like, <laughs> where did that come from? Like, I, I didn't bring the product up. I didn't talk to them. Like they called one day out of the blue. Hey, can you do this hotel like just weird refund from the irs weird refund from the irs that like we didn't realize we were eligible for but got a huge tax refund like it's just all these weird things now um, in addition to that if i can speak in though at the same time where god is doing all these crazy supernatural things he's spoken this word and he's spoken to you guys that your part is to steward it well too and not to live above your means and to to handle things a certain way. And so at the same time, you're being incredibly faithful with both your generosity and your stewardship and your spending. Um, looking ahead to this is what you're saying, and we want to be partnering with you on this. So yeah. there was faithfulness on your part as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, there were there were really sweet blessings from God in that. I think he taught Emily and I a lot of what it looked like to to rely and depend on him financially. Um, but also to go beyond like a, a desperate, I'm dependent on you, but like a faithful, I trust you in this. Mm -hmm. Um, like when we were like our senior year in college, we were married, we had no money. Um, I remember our date budget, $13 no, and oh yeah, it was like first, $20 yeah, budget, a month like, 20, that we, could, we had 20, yeah, that we, we could like, spend on dates. It was crazy. <laughs> and when you factored in everything, it basically came out to like, all right, we can go to Chick-fil-A together once a month. Like that's our date. So that's, you know, to give you an idea of like, while we were in college of what we were living off of, that's kind of where we were at. But then I remember times that we'd be in church and, you know, God would like, we'd be in worship and God would point somebody out and say, Hey, like, go give this person a hundred bucks. And we're like, we don't have a hundred bucks, but like, okay. And so like, we'd walk over and like chat with them for a little bit and, and then tell them, Hey, yo, we really felt led to do this. And we'd Venmo them be like, all right, like we need that hundred bucks. So like, we'll see what happens. Um, and actually it was while you and a couple of your friends were down visiting that one weekend, so funny, we had this right? happen. So, you know, we give this person at church a hundred bucks. God said to do it. We didn't have the money. You know, I mean, we had the, the physical cash, but we didn't, you know, have the flexibility to do it. Okay. Like we're going to do it anyway. Mom and her couple of friends leave and in the trunk of our car, the next day or later that evening or whatever, we find a card from one of her friends that who didn't know that, who didn't know any of this, that. <laughs> that card basically said, Hey, 
you know, love you guys so much. Just really inspired by you. Like really enjoyed this weekend with you. Um, you know, consider this a thank you for, you know, for bringing us around this weekend. And it was a card and it was a hundred dollar bill. There we go. Like, and so it's just all these like, you know, things that we did nothing to get, did nothing to like earn it. And, and he showed us, Hey, like, you know, if you obey me, I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to, you know, bless you in an overabundance in this, um, which is what gave us the opportunity to, to get out of debt so quickly. I mean, it was not something income wise that we would have been able to yeah. off. Beautiful. That's uh, again, a great story of God's supernatural. Here's what I'm going to do. And you can't say, well, let me figure this out. He said, well, you can't figure it out. How about if I just give it to you? <laughs> so, yeah, right. uh, that's beautiful. So, uh, okay. So now you're out of debt and you're going into the summer. You're hearing that you're going to move, but you don't have a specific job. How, uh, what, what happened at that point then? Yeah. And so, so there was a, a role, um, on the sports turf side of our company. So making artificial football fields and, uh, and I'd gotten a call from HR about it. And at first, when I called somebody that was in that role, they explained that the New England territory was probably going to be a lot of travel and, you know, listed a few different things that didn't really align with what God had spoken over us for the callings that he had had on our lives um, and, and within our marriage and things like that. And so really kind of off the bat felt like, oh, you know, we're, we're not supposed to pursue this. We're supposed to set this aside. And so we did, you know, we told them, hey, thanks, but no thanks. Um, and then we moved on and God continued to very boldly speak, hey, like, the, you know, that was the beginning of June. Um, and he was saying, hey, we're going to be in New Hampshire in September. And that's what he had spoken to Emily, what he had spoken to mom. And, uh, and so then from there, <laughs> you know, if they can hear that or not, we've got a dog barking in the background. Can you hear that? No, it's good. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to power through. Um, and so in the midst of that, he, uh, yeah. <laughs> so in the midst of that, you know, we turned down this one opportunity and he's saying, okay, like in the next three months, you're still going to get to New Hampshire. Um, and so we're stepping into it, wondering what he's going to do, standing firm on that promise, planning fun activities for that fall with my family up here, but having no idea how it's going to come together. Um, and a couple of weeks go by. And I get another call after all these promises had been spoken, um, not from HR, but from a really good dear friend of mine within Shaw. His name's Garrett, um, believer, loves the Lord. I really trust him a lot, think very highly of him. And he calls me and he's like, hey man, you know, I, I heard that you had kind of passed on this opportunity. I really feel like you're supposed to give this another look. Like I, I think you should call around a little bit and consider this and, and then, you know, go from there. Um, and I really trust Garrett. And I was like, all right, like, you know, I'll, I'll give it a, le- a second look. Like, you know, it's another set of eyes. Maybe I missed something. Sure. And so I start calling a couple of people. I'm like, oh, like all that travel that kind of had turned us away from it and made us think that wasn't what God had for us really wasn't, you know, transpiring the way that someone had made it, uh, made it sound like. And there were a lot of really neat aspects about the job that we hadn't been told about. And so I started to get a little bit more intrigued. Um, and Emily and I both kind of felt this tug of like, continue to, to dig in on this. Like not saying that it's what's gonna happen, but you know, keep pressing in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I reach out to my boss at the time and explain to him kind of what we're looking at. Um, and he makes a couple of calls and gets me some video calls with a couple of important decision makers there um, and really goes to bat for me. And then Emily and I are sitting there worshiping uh, that morning before the first real call that I had with some of the leadership um, of that side. I'll kind of let you jump into to what you felt. Yeah. So again, God is just taking me through this season of 
like trust my words even if they sound ridiculous um because we're sitting there worshiping before he's ever had a conversation with any of these decision makers he's completely unqualified for this role totally. um <laughs> i mean like grossly underqualified for the role that i was submitting to um not to get the wrong the fact that he works hard and is great at what he does but on paper he's not nearly as um as a fit of a candidate as some of the other guys that we knew were applying for this sure um and we're worshiping that morning and um i was like getting this sense of like excitement and anticipation. And I felt like the Lord was showing me like, Hey, there, there is good for you here. Um, and I was like, God, am I wrong to feel like you're promising this to us? And he said, no, I'm you're not. And I said, then why are you telling me this before? Like we've even had a call, like why you clue me into that? And I felt like he answered me and I want to show off. Um, and through, um, I'll, I'll kind of let you take over in a little bit, but, um, it, through that call and then one other with another um, key decision maker, God just, oh my gosh, bless you with so much favor in those calls. Um, mm -hmm. Really, he he impressed um, the men that he was talking to, um, really put, um, his boss went to bat for him, like he said, but, but Josh really got um, the rest of the way through the door in the way that he <laughs> was um, just presenting himself and um, they were very impressed by his work ethic, the things that he was learning and the education that he had and um, were genuinely interested and invited him to be part of the interview process because mm. of the, his phone calls with them. Um, and I'll kind of let you let you yeah. take over. So from there. the first call that I had had um, was with my current boss's boss and a uh, really, really great guy. My boss and his boss are both really great guys. Um, so it's a, a fun team to be a part of. And so that was a, you know, kind of off the bat, that was something that was a draw because they're both just good guys to, to learn under. Um, they steward their team well, but they really, the first call that I had with a guy named Michael, um, you know, we clicked off the bat and, uh, and I could really tell like God was highlighting just like in the specific wording that Michael was using, God was highlighting words that he had spoken to me and over me of mm -hmm. promises for the future. Um, so everything was really just lining up sweetly there, which was cool. But in the midst of that, like I got to the end of the call, it's like, man, I'm so excited about this job. And Michael's a, you know, a good salesperson and everything. So he's going to make <laughs> it sound good and all, but I mean, I was like spiritually, like just, uh, you know, awakened and, and excited about this opportunity. Um, and I was like, this really feels like this is the right fit. Like this is what God's doing. And so I asked Michael, I was like, Hey, you know, be honest with me. What, what are my prospects here? Um, knowing that like, you know, God was really starting to stir that in my heart. And Michael basically said, Hey, yo, I really appreciate you reaching out and having this conversation, but I'll be honest with you. We've got a really, really strong external candidate. And we really don't hire from the side of the business that you come from because they're two very, very different jobs. And you know, a lot of times we don't see that that's, you know, that that really translates. Um, so we want to give you a shot, but it, you know, like don't set your hopes on it and just yeah. kind of come in eyes wide open, which I really, you know, respected and appreciate. And so you know, have that conversation with him, have a conversation with my current boss um, who reports to Michael, had a good conversation there, kind of the same, you know, vibe. Um, so really felt like God was stirring in it, but was also aware of the fact that it, you know, from a, a logic standpoint, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, and so then we, let's see. Yeah. So, so we're going through note cards that we have to try to remember all the, you know, the timeline. So There's a bunch of different things yeah. that happen here. The details are what matters because you're yeah. so specific in this one. Right. So the conver the second conversation I had with my current boss, Matt, um, that conversation ended with, yeah, you know, we're going to hold an interview. Like we'd love to interview you for it. Um, we've got other candidates. They're really strong, but we're going to hold interviews. We'd love for you to be there. And it's going to be like the, 
you know, August 29th or something, you know, the last week of August. Um, <laughs> and so I was excited. I was like, great. Like we got an interview, you know, that's, that's the next step. And so I get off the call with Matt and Emily and I are talking about it and we're like, okay, but God said September. And if the, if the interview is August 29th and then it's, you know, a couple of weeks to make a decision on the candidate and then a couple of weeks to move, <laughs> like that's October. So, <laughs> so we go back to God and we're like, okay, Jesus, like, this is what you said. And, and maybe this is exactly how your timing is going to pan out. But like, what do you want to say in this? He said, I want you to pray for the interview to come sooner and then come back and ask again once the interview is set. <laughs> and so we took, um, what, probably a little under two a week? Weeks. Oh, two weeks. Oh, so yeah, we took a couple weeks. of weeks yeah. and prayed into that. Um, and then I get a call from my boss, Matt, and he's like, hey, man, hope it works for you. Um, but we had some scheduling conflicts come up with a bunch of different people in the interview. We're going to have to move it up a little bit over a month. Um, so we're going to hold interviews like <laughs> mid to late July instead of end of August. Is that okay? <laughs> yes, that's okay. <laughs> and so I got really excited about that. And then, and that's when it, you know, we knew God was speaking these things ahead of time um, and making these promises. But that was the first step where we saw him move on those promises. Mm. So he said, hey, I'm going to give you this job. Hey, I'm going to give you favor in there. As, hey, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. We're like, all right, those are all things that we trust. And then he goes, hey, ask for the interview to get moved up. And it gets bumped a month. And we're like, oh, he's like doing this right now. <laughs> like he is moving. He's very clearly you know, presenting this to us and giving us this opportunity. And so Emily and I really start pressing in. And we're like, God, like, are you, you know, like you're saying this is ours. And he, to each of us individually confirmed like, yes, like I promise you, this is the job you're going to have. Again, like completely underqualified, still going against candidates that are much more qualified than I am and, you know, would do great in that role. And he's telling us point blank, like, yep, this job is yours. I promise you. And has had to tell and, us every day because we've yeah, been going, but God, well, this doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> and, he's, and he's just like beating us over the head. No, this is your job. I don't, like, I promise you, you are getting this job and you will be in New Hampshire in September. And so finally we're like, like it sunk in. We're like, okay, like we're grasping that and like standing firm on that. Yeah. Um, Not just like tentatively Emily, hoping for right. it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so for Emily, that happened a little bit before it happened for me. So I'll kind of let you dive into to what he spoke and Bert and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So um, after the initial calls um, with Michael and Matt, um, I remember we were kind of deflated a little bit because in those calls, Josh realized how badly he wanted this role. And in those same calls, he realized how completely shot in the dark this is. Um, <laughs> but God, you know, um, and so we, um, I was starting to, we were kind of feeling deflated in that. Um, and the Lord warned me ahead of time. And he said, Em, you're going to be tempted to start doubting the things that you've been hearing because of circumstances. Mm -hmm. But trust that what I said is what I said. Hold on to the promises. Um, I told you I wanted to show off. And it's a lot easier to do that when circumstances look difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just rem like regained faith um, by the grace of God in that. And it was a long journey of waiting. Um uh, that I mean, we found out about the interview about a month to almost a month and a half before it mm -hmm. happened. So we've been praying and worrying and um, not sure what's going to happen for a month and a half, really wanting this role. And the more that we pray on it, the more we want it. Um, and then um, about a week before the interview, we're at a prophetic um, ministry night and um, our pastor surprises us with like, hey, I want to take the prophetic ministry team into the back where we like uh, all sit and um, just kind of decompress and everything. Um, and he's like, I just want to have some time just just us. Um, and so we all go back there. There's like eight of us. Um, 
and we take turns going around the room giving words for each other to encourage each other, which is such a sweet time. Um, and it comes to, to me and, um, and Bert, um, he said, he said a lot and I didn't get to write it all down because we weren't recording it. I was sad that we missed it. But, um, the parts that really stuck out to me in the word that he gave me was go and move forward in strength. I will not abandon you know that it's yours. I will do it. I will do it all. Nobody in that room knew anything about what was going on in our world. Um, and this was like a week before the interview. And we were, again, we were coming back to God. Like we're holding on to promises, but there are times it's hard to believe this for real. Um, and Bert just spoke into that place again of God saying, Em, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Annoying. Yeah, and had no idea. And we didn't fill him in until after. Um, but he thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all of that is going on. Um, and then Josh had the interview. Yeah, and so so I fly out to Atlanta um, late one night, interviews the next morning. And so I'm just spending time with Jesus that morning or maybe it was you know, the evening before or whenever. Um, and I'm sitting there. And he, there were a couple of different things that were cool. Um, one, he just really impressed on me. Hey, like, the, like I said, like this is yours. Like I'm giving this to you. And that's when, you know, for the for me, for the first time that I really kind of let any of my um, any of my like holding back fall away and just say like, okay, like he's said this over and over. I don't need to like. I mean, guarding your heart is a great thing, but like God has spoken this so many times that this is not a okay, like I'm going to only half hold on to this promise because I'm scared it's going to break my heart if I don't get it. I was like, no, like, God has spoken this. And so I'm going to grab hold of this fully and trust that I'm not going to be brokenhearted because God spoke this and it's going to happen. And so that happened the night before where I really, you know, where that kind of fell into place and really clicked for me. Um, and then the next morning I was spending time in the word and he reminded me of the story of Gideon. And he was like, see, this is exactly what I'm setting up for you right now. I mean, he had, you know, M mentioned it earlier. He had said, hey, I'm I'm doing this, I'm, you know, setting up a more difficult scenario so that I can show off because I want to show you how faithful I am, show you how sovereign I am. Um, and so then in the midst of all this, it's, yeah, I'm from the side of the business that they don't like to hire from because it's a totally different side of the job, going up against people that are way more qualified than I am. Um, I was a year and a half into my role and the Shaw rule is typically you stay in that first role for at least three years. Um, not even so much because of what you're ready for or not ready for, but just for the sake of consistency with the customer base, things like that. And so it just didn't make sense logically to step into this role. And he and God was like, no, like, this is like a Gideon situation. Like I'm whittling down your army to these 300 and then I'm going to go show off with these 300. Um, and so then that's what happened. You know, go into the interview, had a really great conversation with everybody there, left just feeling great about it, not because of anything that had happened, but because God had said it's yours. And uh, so I asked him, hey, you know, what's the timeline look like? That's well, you know, we're interviewing um, another guy right after you. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll make a decision. So, you know, in the next two weeks or so, um, you'll, you'll expect to hear from us. So I fly home right after that, um, wake up the next morning and eight o'clock on the dot, get a call from the hiring manager. He's like, hey, man, it's yours if you want it. Like, here's the scenario. Here's how it's all going to play out. Amazing. And so, yeah, so the, um, the whole, you know, just how fast it happened and everything was wild. It was really cool. And then God's provision in that was so sweet too. Everything from, you know, like that role, they were they were taking care of the move, like everything that we could have thought of that needed to be handled from a logistics or financial standpoint, God took care of. Like, and I, yeah, and so real quick, I just remembered as you were saying that the morning of his interview, my Tuesday <laughs> ladies group, I get a text. So everybody's praying over this because they're all invested. We, <laughs> I've been sharing the story with the ladies as we go. 
and they knew he was interviewing and uh, my friend Diane sends me a text and and basically I don't remember the exact words I should have pulled it up but um essentially she said I was praying over this and and God just told me his favor is completely on Joshua in this moment and such to the point that they're not even considering the other candidates um and so was that so was super cool, cool like great you know? encouragement. Yeah. yeah super cool to hear what god was saying over it and then 24 hours later for us to see that come to pass and then from there it was you know god provided in setting it all up to where the lease that we had signed in february and was going to go for a full year um was broken with no issues and everything was covered there the move was covered like you know, everything that that could have come up as a roadblock god just steamrolled right over um, and created <laughs> this this beautiful path up here um, and so, you know, all the, all that's going on, we accept the role and then there's a training process for me to train up the guy that's going to step into, to my role. Um, and he was great. You know, he, he was a quick learner. We worked really hard together to, to kind of get all that pulled together. Um, and long story short, September 17th, 17th um, we drove up here and moved to New Hampshire and it was, you know, it was <laughs> the dead center of September, just like God said it was going to be. And so it was, I want to, it was so cool a little bit. So God said that the promotion was coming by the end of the summer. He was offered the job on July 28th. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the day yeah. you were offered yeah. the job. Um, said we would be there by September, by the fall, we're going to be here for the wedding. All of that came to pass, like just <laughs> the sweetest journey of hey i'm like you've walked with me before you've listened to what i've said and obeyed before let's take it a step further um how much are you able to believe and receive when it gets specific and weird right. like almost you know what i mean <laughs> right. um and um that was that was just such a sweet journey for us to even walk through mm -hmm. together of learning how to steward these very specific words and and what that means for um, abiding in right. it and believing it, but also being open-handed and being open-hearted and ready for what God has for us. And yeah. the sweetness of how he used different pieces and community, different voices. Yeah. You know, he would share something with me. He'd share something with one of my ladies. He'd share, you know, yeah, with Bert. With, yeah. I mean, there were multiple people in community that God used to reiterate these promises. Whether or not they knew. And to <laughs> add layers, whether they knew what was really going on or not. Right. Which was amazing. I think right. the sweetest thing for me, I think probably for all three of us, I remember probably three or four weeks before the interview happened and we got the offer and everything, um, we were FaceTiming my mom. Emily and I were FaceTiming my mom and the three of us were sitting there and we're like, man, like God's never really put specifics on his, like put a specific date on his promises for any of the three of us. Like this is kind of new for all of us. Yeah. And it's, I remember you and I saying like, it's going to be really interesting to see if this actually happens or if we are just like completely mishearing like is this something god does does he call out specifics or are we just kind of letting our hearts run with it too much and we're not steering this well like all right this is this is going to be an interesting little experiment to see what god does and, and see if this is how he operates um and we had seen that happen on a much smaller scale but not something to this you know to this level of importance or significance and so then for all yeah, so then for all of this to come to pass in perfect alignment with the exact specifics that he gave us all four or all three of us well and dad so all four of us were like wow like this is so cool to see that god speaks specifically it's not just this generality that you could dumb luck your way into like he pigeonholed himself yep. said this is exactly what i'm gonna do and how it's gonna happen 
and then came through. And so and it was a really he, sweet he encouragement. He wanted to show off. Yeah, exactly. But he really did want exactly. to show off. Yeah. And as, as we finish with, we're at the end of our time that uh, uh, everybody, you know, listen to what they just said is that it, it gets specific. The key would be that you don't now say, okay, the next one, you need to tell me exactly when. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you got to go to a purity of what do you got to say about that? Uh, so that a lot of times it is just step by step by step. I'm not giving you a timeline. I'm telling you the what. Uh, I'm not telling you the when. Sometimes he's going to say, you know what? I'm going to tell you the when. And because you need to understand something as it's coming about that you recognize something that I'm saying and there's no system to it. It's mm-hmm. just it's just let me speak how I'm going to speak. Sometimes it's that timeline specific sometimes it's just step by step sometimes which actually you already heard you know you heard three years before new hampshire um mm-hmm. well he didn't give you a timeline at that no point timeline. Right. Right. Uh, he just said something so we inserted uh, our own <laughs> yeah yeah that's right so how beautiful is this uh that you shared uh the fulfillment through faith of nothing logical it's just let me do it let me do it let me do it um, and then he fulfilled it. And of course, now you're, you're here and uh, you get to be there and it'll be fun to see, okay, what's next? Uh, and one thing Kathy and I keep telling everybody is that uh, our life with God is not a destination, it's a path. So that even now you didn't say, okay, great, we're here, that's it, we'll just do what we're going to do. And your question now is, well, now what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Where do you want us to go now? What do you want us to do now? What do you want us to be part of now? And it's just continued. So thank you so much for sharing your wonderful story, Kathy. It's ex- exceptionally exciting uh, <laughs> to receive that beautiful story. I pray everybody understands that's the life of God right there. Uh, and we all have the availability to live that out. I would encourage you to pursue it. If you have a question, uh, and even we even want to get a question to Emily and Josh, uh, send it at uh, AFJ, uh, questions at afjministry.com, and we'll get it to them and, and either bring them back to talk about it or to uh, share with us uh, the answer. But uh, don't let this moment of what's happened to them be, well, that's unusual for you, but not for me. God says, no, that's the way it's supposed to be for everybody. So. We really, really encourage. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It's beautiful. Cat, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, have a good time and enjoy your Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll see you at the wedding. All uh, right. That'd be fun. So, Kathy, so Kathy, we'll see you Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a yeah. great day. All right. See you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.